Jobber Nation, welcome to an exclusive Tuesday night episode of the JTP Lounge. We're bringing it back slowly but surely. As always, I'm Janelle Finley Char here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. And we've got some family in the building. Um, before they introduce themselves, because everyone that comes on the show introduces themselves, if you have not know. Um, a few things before we get started on this episode. Um, we'll be at Legends this Saturday, Saturday, Extreme Rules is Saturday. <laughs> I had to tell myself eight times two days ago because I thought it was Sunday. So if you're not going to be in Philly, you tri-state area, we will have our viewing party at Legends. So make sure to RSVP for that. Um, other than that, thank you to everyone that came out for Battle Club's um, six-year anniversary show this past Saturday. So shout out to Brian H. Waters that was in the building, came out, drove up to support. I was missing Sorry. two other fellows. I wonder where they was at, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I won't hold it against them, I promise, because we will have um, our first show of the new year, Battle Club, in January 2023. So stay tuned for more details for that. All right, now that I got all that out of the way, let our guests introduce themselves. Let the viewers and listeners know who you guys are. Oh, okay, okay. Wrestling Rum is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. So, so since when does Brian H start being shy? Why did he take what did he take us so long <laughs> right. to do? Right, like, what right. is he doing? Don't don't hey. do that because we're on somebody else's show. Like, oh, he, he just I, was I, the I first was, one. Hey, nah, hey, man, we supposed, know, come, we, we supposed <laughs> to come we supposed to come correct. We look real crazy right now. Somebody else's show. Like, <laughs> god dang, <clears throat> what are you doing? He look, he clearing his throat like he wait, like right, he right. did that. <laughs> Golly, bro. <laughs> Sheesh. So, Jabba, so it's, 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 it's me, it's me, it's me, the H-A-S-T-H-E to the three R-D. Check me out. Y'all already know, cooling like a breeze. Um, I'm here representing the wrestling room with my brothers, Brother Realness. Yes, right indeed. Right in the middle. And, and I am the real Dwayne Allen. There you go. The realness so is there the a fake? Room. Is there a fake Dwayne Allen somewhere? There's a, you know what? You know what? I, there's this guy that was NFL tight end. I said, that's there clearly is. not the real Dwayne Allen. That's... I don't know who that guy is making millions of dollars, but I'm the real Dwayne Allen. So once I realized that my name was not as rare as I thought it was, I had to do something to say, well, let's just make it very clear. I'm the real. Like, I'm the realest one there is. Like, you're not going to find a realer Dwayne Allen than me. So, you know, I'm the real Dwayne Allen. That is true. I'm Brian H. Waters. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Last but not least. Yeah, last but not least. Brian H. Waters here. Um, One of the founding fathers of the wrestling realm. Also... One of the uh, host of the well, the host of Break It Down with Brian H. Brought to you by the Wrestling Realm, Wrestling for the Culture. Brought to you by the Wrestling Realm, and Brian H. Starts exclusively on the Wrestling Realm's Patreon channel. Exclusive. I gotta pay money to hear the thoughts of Brian H. Waters. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, you know, quick <laughs> thoughts that you know I might just drop in the middle of the night, middle of the day. You know. Oh, wait. So okay, can we get a free one? Can we get a free thought like right now? It's a couple of them. Yeah. They're on the page. Matter of well, fact, you know, tell, do it right now. Say one right now. So, um, let's say, uh, so, oh, I was about to tell you. So there is a free on the uh, page. There is a uh, free article I wrote about um, <laughs> this title right here. Shout out to our good brother. What? You have the advertising. Uh, they asked for a thought. And you should, <laughs> right. He's still trying. Right. He's, trying to, he's still trying to send us to the page. There's free thoughts about you know what the belt means to me. So, um, but some more uh, free thoughts. Uh, I'll, I'll continue a conversation uh, from earlier today. Is that 
Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, who had the better career, it's a very debatable argument. So, ooh, ooh, okay, I like that. Yeah, you know. Wait, who did you say? Seth Rollins better career slightly overall. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we're not gonna act like for thirty percent. Like Roman's only been loved thirty percent of his career, but at the same time, well, you know, when you do the numbers. in the years, but at the same time, when you look at Seth Rollins, we're not gonna act like he didn't have some dud years as well. You know, let's not forget when he came back from that injury, you know, and he was the man's man. Like, come on, it's like you, you put me to bed, Seth. But you know, this run he's having right now is one of my favorite runs that he's had since he's been the last time I really enjoyed Seth Rollins was when he became the uh champion when he did the heist of the century. And this is all coming off his interview where he said he never felt like he's never been the guy in his career whether it was Ring of Honor or whether it was WWE, he's never been the guy. He's always been the macho man to Hogan, the Randy Orton to Cena, you know? But he wasn't. Mm. Huh? But he wasn't lying, though. He was telling the truth. No, yeah, he was yeah. He, he was venting. I felt that. <laughs> no, That's no. Nice. But even if it, it wasn't an opinion, it was a fact. Mm-hmm. He was never the man. He was... The Dwayne Wade to um, Roman Reigns, LeBron. He, well, he, he, he was the the Scotty to the MJ. He was the he was like the oh that Scotty to the MJ reference. <laughs> yeah, he he was always second. He was always second because yeah. Roman was always number one. Roman was the priority uh, always. But the thing about it is, reason why that. Uh, it's okay to fill the Scotty role. You're still going to be great, but there's something that he was lacking. His charisma was not all that. His whole package at first was like, I, you look cool at all, but Roman looks better. Roman looks like an action star. <laughs> Seth Rollins is a dude that you see at Starbucks. Let's be serious. That, that is no offense to him, though, because everybody <laughs> looks like Seth Rollins because everybody into everybody is into the health now. You yep. understand? And everybody, like, Seth Rollins is everybody's favorite video game character. When we growing up, we're going to pick a Seth Rollins character. Roman Reigns, probably, like, I'm going to pick, no, no, no. You're going to pick Roman Reigns, I'm going to pick Seth Rollins in a fighting game. Because he's more stronger, he takes more damage, he's the tank. Seth Rollins is that fact, lights you up, but his hits is not all that strong, but he's still hmm. just as good. And that's okay. <laughs> These are, this is an intriguing argument. That's kind of you guys start early, don't y'all? Y'all don't waste no time. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, my no, kind of show. Yeah, like, oh, no, but in. this whole town. See, Lock there in. you go. There you go. <laughs> the thing I is, they both better than Ambrose, though. Well, oh, we yeah. all know that. Yeah. Facts. I gotta defend. I gotta defend Rollins. Rollins is good for his art. Mm-hmm. All of them represent a style of wrestling. You need an Ambrose to do the death matches, all those brawling matches that's mad random. Know. Seth, no, 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 that's not fair. It's like saying that crunk is not necessary for rap. It's like saying that um, it's like saying that trap trap music is not necessary. That's all rap, but it's different genres. That's not fair. It's no, all I, necessary. I think, but Moxie does is nothing. It's nothing exciting. I think he's one dimensional. To I you. Think that's the issue. I think I think I think I think Roman and Seth can do okay. other things. And Ambrose mm-hmm. to me is like if it's not a brawl or a death match or some type of intense altercation, it's like, well, what else do you got, buddy? He just wants to bleed. I mean, and that's say. fine. And that's fine. You need a dude that's gonna do the dirty work. 
that's fine. And that's a perfect genre that you need in wrestling. But for mm. AEW, it makes sense because he's the heart and soul of it. He, and that's he's why he's the guy downhill. So, he, so he's not the downhill sense, though, as CM Punk said. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, AEW been around for three years. Mm-hmm. You can't say that's a failure just yet. That's not fair. I said it's going downhill. I never said um, they just lost, Yo, that's not fair. They though. just lost Latin America. Ooh. That's a huge blow. Yeah, they wow. definitely did. Yeah. Not a good business wow. move, that's, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And, not to mention all the money they put in that video. Wait, wait, what happened? What happened? What you said? No, they I said TV they, lost Latin America. The, they lost the Latin America markets to show all of their shows. So yep. they're gonna get it back. That takes a I know about all that. But I do think that to be fair, I think I don't want to say the beginning of the end, but the downfall really was when Tony took a took um ROH and did and hasn't done anything really with it. Like I, I think it was a great idea, like on paper for him, but then he got greedy and was like, Well, everybody else kind of wants it, so let me just pick it up. What's and what's the one thing that failed that failed wrestling process all have in common? I mean to cut you off to now, so excuse me. But no, what's no, the no. one what's the what's the one thing that all failed wrestling promotions have? Damaged TV deals. I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Sinclair Broadcasting with Ring of Honor. Uh, Time Warner. A merger going on with WCW was the issue. It is. E- 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 ECW mm-hmm. get bumped off of TNN for uh for, Yeah, for I was going to say when Impact kind of got off that like spike and, and like they, they got, that, they that went, channel. They went to... um, Yo, um we'll, I, like we'll that. I like that take. I'm just saying. Something to think about. Well, the thing no, is... No, it the- is true though. Like the biggest enemy of any wrestling company is the network. But the th- but the thing but this, this, the thing about AEW they have a bill a, a billionaire with a ret- with a ton of money behind them. That's not his money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're in a better place than any other promotion. I think so. Well, yeah, you because they, right. they were they they were they were funded from the beginning. So exactly. like, unlike any other like like an ECW or or any mm-hmm. indie promotion that like or 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 evolve or anything like that. They didn't have those funds that AEW had in the beginning. But now that you see, it's not always about the money on the other side because, you know, they probably was, they didn't even probably want to even try to match what WWE was trying to get Cody. They just was like, well, we don't lost that. Well, it's, it's not even that. It's also because there's, somebody had posted this thing. I actually want to bring it up to everybody that's, that's here. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with right now, somebody had mentioned that AEW's biggest thing was that Vince McMahon was the head of WWE. Mm-hmm. That was their biggest, biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And now that Triple H has taken over, that was a major blow to AEW. Big time. And one of the main reasons was because. A lot of things was, I just hate, I just like AEW because I hate WWE. Sure. There's that audience. That's true. That was, that was literally what, a quarter of the audience. Mm-hmm. A quarter of the audience. It was strictly because the AEW's cool and WWE is whack because it's not real wrestling. Now, what do you guys think? We'll start with, we'll start with Mr. H. Waters, who's been very quiet. And then the th- and then we'll move on. Um, you, you know, I always said that it was always easy for a lot of people to hate Vinnie Mac, right? Um, you, 
hear people say, oh, man, I can't stand him, this, this, that, and the other, because whatever narratives they hear or whatever they see online. Mm -hmm. And there's always this, like, this um, thing that was cool not to like the WWE. And we see that when AEW came around, people who never watched WWE in years or, you know, maybe they would add to their babies, they just got excited, like you said, because there's something new. And now with Triple H coming in and because they see or they hear what some of their favorite wrestlers have done and seen what they've done in NXT, I think that makes them excited to go, like, maybe go back and see what's going on in WWE. But, you know, um, you know, you think about, like, the way NXT was and versus now it's the way it's supposed to come back. So I do think you do have some of those fans that may come back. But, you know, I think that whole era of hating the WWE will eventually go away just because of the thing. I think the enemy was Vince McMahon. The third? Hmm. what? Quiet over there. <laughs> got the cool man shades on. He ain't hey, man. Always, you know, you it's, know, it's what he like, does. That's just what I do. I, I jump in, jump out. What I, what we call it? We call it double dutch. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but no, no, no. Like just to piggyback off of what Brian said, this man does does seem to be more of like the villain, and um, <laughs> just having Triple H at the helm is is something new. It's something new to the audience, and it's definitely going to bring more more uh, exposure. It's going to bring new crowds. It's going to bring more interest to the WWE, um, especially since, like like I always said, Triple H is bridging a gap between entertainment and wrestling. It's not just strictly entertainment anymore. You see what I'm saying? So once you, you get those together, you're bringing pure wrestlers together and you're getting pure wrestling matches, six to eight minutes, 10-minute matches, just nothing but like Gabe and Gargano. Just going at it on, on a regular roll. Going. Going at it. And that like you see stuff like that, no repeat matches, basically. You know what I'm saying? You see stuff like that, you have no choice but to come back and look at these things like, oh my gosh, yo, he was just in the indies. This this is not just entertainment anymore. It's not just oh, some little cheesy storyline. No. Nah. They mm -hmm. have pure athletes over here. They have pure people, pure wrestlers over here now, and they're making a difference. So I mean, that's 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 what I think about it. I mean, realness. I'll say this. Um, I think it's way more complicated than we're kind of describing, right? It's like a very complicated relationship because I don't ever think I've ever recalled any um, WWE superstar that was successful say that, they, that McMahon was the enemy, right? I think McMahon's ideology and kind of stagnant way of looking at professional wrestling, which has been his biggest downfall, it's probably been the issue, right? Uh, mm -hmm. You don't hear too many people say, oh, I hate Vince. They say Vince is a great guy, but Vince is stuck in his ways because this is not the first time that we've experienced this, right? I just finished watching the DX Legends A&E on bio, on, um, on A&E uh, biography series. And one of the things that, uh, that they always talk about when it comes to the click is that infamous phone call they had where they just vented to Vince McMahon about how bad they thought his product was. That wasn't a personal attack on Vince, but at the end of the day, I think these wrestlers out here, they respect Vince, but they don't trust his vision, especially for what he sees. He's so stuck in his ways where he has this attitude. Well, if I don't get it, then it must not. The audience doesn't get it. And you have to almost force McMahon's hand in order for the to give the fans what they want. And then at the end of the day, he always benefited from it. I think after 40, 50 years, people got tired of going through that whole pulling teeth way of 
of uh, of producing professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> my fault. I'm sorry. I don't know. Something just went off over here. My bad. <laughs> so, 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 like, if you look at Jericho, Jericho asked McMahon about his AEW contract before he went over there. You know what I mean? Mark Henry made that phone call to Vince and said, "Vince, you holding me back? You, the, the people you have in charge, the way you do things, Vince's hands off." He likes Wait, to keep- hold on. Mark Henry called him and said he was holding him back. He said he doesn't go somewhere he, where he has the easiest job in the world. I think he wanted to be a broadcaster, and his and McMahon, Mark Henry had the same complaint that Sasha Banks and Naomi had. Right, that is true. Is that, that is true. He, McMahon set up a system where you have to go through thirty different people just to get a certain answer, and they and and if the person doesn't like you, they may try to sabotage you in certain type of ways. So by the time it gets back to the man in charge, he has no direct link to people. That's one of the things Triple H decided to do. Now he said, "Let's cut out the middleman. If you have an issue, if you want to talk, if let's like just." Have enough respect for me to have that conversation, and I think that's the the relational part that Triple H does with the with with a lot of the roster that Vince McMahon didn't do. He, he was old school. I'm gonna be the big boss. My door's open, but he was an intimidating door that was open. You had to go through a whole process of 15 people. He apologized to FTR. He said, "I apologize for the system being broken," but Vince never fixed it. Yeah. Uh, the miscommunication between Sasha and, and and Naomi. They said, "Look, I Vince said one thing, and then by the time we got back to Gorilla, it was a whole different thing. Once again, there's a breakdown in communication because of the processes in order." And I think with Triple H coming in and kind of saying, we have to get rid of this, this foolish process. It's old, it's archaic, and it's making the product stagnant. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that's the thing that people didn't trust when it comes to McMahon's idea, because it's not the first time this happened. He had to for- We had to be forced into the attitude era if it wasn't for Eric Bischoff and WCW, because Vince was going to keep doing what he was doing, even though it wasn't working. He wasn't going to switch things up until he had yes. to, right? Yes. And we're in a situation now where it's like, listen, look, look how much we're enjoying the product now. It's because, once again, he was forced out. So I just don't think people trusted McMahon's vision for them, especially in their style of wrestling and what we enjoy today. Um, well, well let, let's look at business real quick. Okay, this um, is a difficult conversation. Most fans aren't ready for this conversation. Let's let's look right. at usually they don't know that side of it. That's why. Mm-hmm. So this was the right thing for business in general. Because everything you just mentioned was things in in order for things to get better, you have to change, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. most companies the original ceo and owner usually doesn't look over the company after a certain amount of time correct they still have a major stake um stake in the company Mm -hmm. but they're not running over daily operations like vince was facts Mm -hmm. especially after what was it 30 50 years whatever the time frame is Mm -hmm. and everything you mentioned is absolutely right but it was the fact that they create but then you have to give Vince some kind of credit because he created a system that worked for many years. Yes, that's true. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. then it finally hit a, a major roadblock, and he didn't want to go around the roadblock. Mm-hmm. He was trying, Vince kept trying to go through the roadblock and kept getting hit, kept getting hit, kept getting hit. And he was like, nah, we're going to figure this out. But the problem is he's a Virgo, so they're hard-headed. Hey, oh, man. wow. Oh, see, see, I knew it. I knew it. I thought- all this shit down. Don't you dare. <laughs> but I will say, I will say, I do relate and understand Vincent Kennedy McMahon's feelings and emotions. I will say that. <laughs> but, that's, but that's the thing is that a, a change had to happen in order for the business to grow. Because if yeah. you look at any, look at Microsoft. Yep. Great example. Yes, the owner of the company, the creator of it is Bill Gates. But does he run over daily operations anymore? Mm-mm. No. 
<laughs> like you know you know what i mean like even like google even whatever company you talk things had to change and but vince said listen, <laughs> so, listen i'm staying here he said nigga too with the do-rag and he, he was did like, he definitely did i'm staying here you gotta force me out and what happened he got forced got out, forced out. <laughs> <laughs> well I would say that wrestling is a is, is a very weird place of it's a last of a dying breed of pure we could say whatever I want and the fans loves it type of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And that's what I realized about wrestling. So this is why Vince got away the way he was he got away with because it's wrestling, you know, it's very carny to this day. And people just play along with these rules every time because what's the excuse? It's wrestling, it's a carny yeah. business. So people add on to the carniness. And um to add on to the whole Triple H situation, the whole Tony Khan thing is just, honestly, I think Tony Khan is just that dude where like, this is my world. I, I don't, I don't have to listen to nobody, and he has no stockholders, none of that. He's not a plug we trading company, so I can get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I got interest in a network, but outside of that, is I make money. I can make my own network eventually. Right now, Tony Khan is just he hasn't hit the wall where he got a barrage. You understand oh, because that media scrum it was that wall. That that was definitely yeah. And that media scrum was that what? Yeah. Did it cost some money? No. Did the ratings well, goes up? He yes. still has Did to it, pay it, someone. Hold, hold on, Jano. Hold, hold, mm. hold on, Jano. 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 At the end of the day, that's a business expense. Certain business expense, you just have to eat that. That was a lesson that he has to pay for. That's it. But at the mm. end of the day. We're seeing him in the infant <laughs> stage of him becoming a wrestling owner. We didn't see the infant stage of Vince McMahon because guess what? Who he had before him? His dad. Senior. Yep. That's, that is he no knock for him. And before, before that, that, his grandfather. So he had two generations of promoters. So Tony Khan is what a lot of us are, first generation of something. So he's going to figure it out. So we're going to see the infant stage. Vince didn't have social media back in the day. Tony Thank Khan God. does. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Could you imagine right, the eighties right. with social media? Oh no, <laughs> crazy, yeah. crazy. But, but all I'm saying is that with Tony Khan is, I give him some kind of grace because there's no, there's no real blueprint to be I'm a millionaire. None of that. There's no real, real blueprint mm-hmm. to run a wrestling company. There's none. You just yeah. gotta. We, like I said earlier, we we applaud people for being savages in wrestling. We applaud that that is applaud. So I, I'm a Tony Khan rock because I had some rough years too, and people had to give me grace to grow up. But as far as oh. Triple H being competition to AEW, I love it because all Triple H sees as you cannot just be good on the mic and get over it right now. You got to be a go. good wrestler and you got to be good on the mic. So the ultimate entertainer. You don't notice who's like elevating. The Chad, Chad Gable. Chad Gable. Yeah. Come on, Come on, dog. Can't give yeah. you that. I can't give you that. Come on. You can't oh, give wait what? a minute. Every everybody is good in the ring, B. Everybody's good. Everybody's good in the ring. Everybody's athletic. You need to be good on the mic. Well, you and gotta stand up. I just said that. No, no, no. You said you said that you gotta be both good and good, good on. The, you don't have to be that great in the ring. I'm gonna M- fuck about M- you. MJF. I need you to tell me a the fucking... No, you still got to be in the I disagree. Because I'm going to explain to you. No, the, the, Miz, the Miz has gotten much better, though. 
Don't disrespect Mike Mizana now. No, 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 no. Yeah, Ain't no disrespect because yeah. I love the Miz. He's 100%. the truth. Yeah, started from the bottom. Now we here. Of course, like, of course. Yeah, because again, the Miz never injured nobody in the ring. To sure. me, being being good in the ring is everybody could work with you and you're safe in the ring. Okay. That is my definition of being good in the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you can do all these crazy moves, but yet you tell no story. The Miz yeah. may be, quote, unquote, the most boring wrestler, but every match he put in that's high profile, you're like, yo, yeah. he bust out. Come on. I see. I see. <laughs> that's the reason why he was one of Cody's, like, first five opponents. Yeah, that's true. Come on, son. I see this. My son went to the Garden. They went to MX. Come went to the Manhattan Center on the on a tag like yo. Show, I see. Elevated people. <laughs> Brian, I got a question for you. What up? I know you got the inside. Who's the right rabbit? What I don't know. He's a lie. No, you the way been. And, no, the way doing an investigation on that. Brian, put Brian, great. Brian, Brian knows. And, and I'm, Brian I'm, knows, I'm, and I'm, I'm I gonna, know. I'm gonna Brian tell you how knows. I know Brian knows. You know, let me tell you. I'm gonna tell you directly. Brian, H, don't look. I'm gonna tell you exactly why Brian knows, is because he gave us his booking schedule, and one of those bookings seemed really, really random. Yep. And I was like, "Wait, what? Oh yep. yeah, I'll be here, and I'll be here." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and uh-huh. like you put two and two together, you're like, "Oh really?" So uh-huh. let's just say I can't say well, when I do that book. Know is- that my good friend is coming back to New York on Monday for Raw, so I do know that. Ooh. Why? Why though? Why? Well, oh, I mean, huh? he, he was asked to come. <laughs> why? Though? I mean, DX in the house. Why? The why? Oh, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Why? 25th anniversary. It's 25th anniversary. Wait a minute. Is, is, is this the Monday? Is this the Monday after Extreme Rules? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, we wow. Get the post, coincidence. We get the fallout of Extreme Rules. Here wow. In New York. Fallout. Mm, interesting. In in Brooklyn, Brooklyn's like the garden now. It's like you know, you want to yeah. when you want to do something Sheba. huge, you run you run the you run a uh, Barclays, right? So I know. I know I'm just saying. Okay, so Brian, Yo. just give us like. Just give us like a uh, like three hints or a hint or two. I I I could I couldn't even put it's a lot of stuff going on. I ain't even put no mental mentals towards the white rabbit. What do you guys think though of the promotional thing? Because even last night on Raw, it, it showed up. They had a, a cold PRS code three times, and I only and then it, it, sh- it um shuttered when Alexa Bliss was on. Yo, so I thought my TV was fucked yeah. up. <laughs> Like I legit, <laughs> yo, I looked at Mikey like, yo, I gotta buy a new TV now, and I didn't even buy this one. So but see, that's I'm what they've been doing. Here. Like, if and you remember that one time when it was like technical difficulties, and that was yeah. first, that was the first weekend of Triple H, I think. Yeah. First Triple H. And it and was. I remember oh, Twitter when it went black. Well, Omos, yeah, and, well, Omos. And, 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 yeah. yeah, and Twitter said this wouldn't have never happened under Vince. Mm-hmm. Facts. And L- so what was that? Yeah, that was like August. Totally. Here we are. Right. That was a while ago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They are screwing with us, and they're doing exactly what they said they were going to do. They're causing us to go down this rabbit hole. If you look at <laughs> that, if you look at that metaphor, what it means, us chasing every week, and we literally up to our our screens with these phones. I said, wait a minute. I had to stop. I said, no, I'm not going to be forced to this. They got me. <laughs> right. They really got right. me going down this rabbit well, hole. When Corey Graves held up that that folder bro, and on, had bro. the code on the back of it, I was mm-hmm. like, yo. Even Everybody's he's like, the dumbest person on this fucking show tonight, or we are just just out of control. Because I was like, guy, I, I think it was SmackDown. Who Did you see the guy behind Corey Grace that had had the fiend mask on in the audience? Okay, so that's what creeped me out because the fan with the oh no no no, 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 that was nothing. That was just a fan. That was just a fan. That was just a fan. That was a fan. That's what they went. No, but the person that held the sign. Yeah, he just walked. He just walked up and was like, the fans in the front row was like, "What the hell?" 
Why is that's, it the, that's the look fan, they had on their face, right? Yeah. Why is it always a fan in front of the hard camera? The first time mm-hmm. the fan. Oh, no, and then you know the how security, code. like if you ever been to a live show, security don't play that. So that's no, why that that creeped me out. Because I was like, in if front of the hard camera, if it was here in New York, they would have got snatched up. Mm-hmm. Easy behind commentary, easy, smooth. And it's crazy because, like, in the Thunderdome, you could do stuff like this because mm-hmm. you could program it yourself. But now they're taking it to a new level by putting plants in there with actual mm-hmm. people. There you go. What do you think What's... about it? You do you think it's a great way of of a redebuting of someone? Do like is it is it doing its job? Oh yes, absolutely, big time. It's, it's, it's a perfect way to market anything as of right now. Honestly, they could take this and, and, and market something else and, you know, and, and, and get these eyes, you know, get your eyes to the product. Um, Like it's, it's just amazing. I'm amazed at how, how much attention to like creativity and detail is put into each clue and how this connects to this and this might connect to that. But you know, like there's du- double entendres everywhere, and it's like, oh my gosh, now everybody's going crazy. Literally, after every show, what do I do to y'all, man? I text y'all a new video, <laughs> and it's literally, it's literally got, within like ten minutes, bro. It's literally within like ten minutes of the show being over. And like and and three and or four the different videos. And in reference to what Mr. Black and Sir Wilkins was talking about when it comes to business, let me tell you how calculated it is because they they put mm-hmm. all that fiend stuff at at all the TV mm-hmm. measurement uh, breaks. When, mm-hmm. when they start measuring ratings. And I'm like, yo, they got us so wired that they got us. You can't turn away from Raw doing certain parts. It's because they, they have these extra things that they're purposely teasing. Like it's blatant at this point. And I'm like, wait a minute. We study television. So when you start, when you when you look at certain breaks or certain uh, um, times throughout the TV show is when they, they do their TV metrics and they make their estimates about who's watching. Right. They are purposely putting these things that certain metrics and certain measurements of TV uh-huh. To kind of get those last little bit of ratings there. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is going to translate to TV now. You know, TV is, is mm-hmm. almost 80, 90% of your money when it comes to professional wrestling. I'm like, man, it's, it's, uh, I, it has everybody talking. Thank you. And I think that's the biggest thing. And, and a lot of people are kind of having fun because it's like grown people, are like, man, this is kind of fun. They got us, they're going to this length to, to kind of have this moment. Extremes. And I'm just, <laughs> and, 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 and I'm happy for a guy like Wyndham Rotunda that gets a chance to kind of flex his creativity a little bit. You know what I mean? And Triple H to kind of like, let me try to do something that's never been done before. And he's like, Triple H, who's they did an interview? Triple H, who who is the white rabbit? He goes, someone that no one's not even talking about right now. And I'm like, don't give us that protect the business technicality <laughs> garbage. Right? See, <laughs> Brian laughing. I know you know. I don't, I'm, but I'm I was gonna say, side note, Dwayne uh he mentioned we study TV. Just one side note, he got an A in the TV production class without even having a book. Now that's see, oh, wow. Yeah, you know why? Because Brian H had the book. That's how that's that's how 90% of my life has been with Brian H. I don't have a lot of stuff. You know why? Because Brian H has it. I don't need it if he's got it. If he got it, then I got it. So. But, but the thing about it is one of the best things that, that they're doing is because now you got to tune in every week. Exactly. Yep. It, uh, it gives an episodic feel like, mm-hmm. yo, what's going to happen? What's going what what what's going to be on next? What's going on? All this other stuff. And that's what wrestling used to be a lot of sure. time. was like... I mean, got- I think it's 150 years of wrestling experience on this panel alone. 180 yeah. years, right? So uh, we've seen everything. Yeah. Like, what can they pull over our eyes that we haven't seen already? Like, we've all been in different aspects of the business, and we've seen it. So mm-hmm. they got to find a new way. And they found it. it. 
They it was like did. Y2J. Remember, remember when mm-hmm. Jeremy? Yes. Oh, yes. the mm-hmm. countdown thing? Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right there in 99. That, about to be actually, that whole, if you ever go back on, on Peacock, because I always try to encourage people, like, mm-hmm. I know people be feeling iffy because of not the network, but if you go back on Peacock and watch that Raw that yeah. he debuts, mm. yo, take a shot anytime you see The Rock come out. That nigga mm. came out about five times in that whole show. That whole right. show was circled around him and then to Jericho debuting. And it was like, how did how did this happen? Yeah. I didn't see that coming. So with so with WWE doing what they're doing, do you think how do you guys feel about the, the tweaks and, and the battles on the AEW front <laughs> homeland? <laughs> is it's, it is it causing more damage? Is it doing more harm than good? It's so bad. Ricky Star said he wishes co-workers would shut up. Yeah, I saw that tweet earlier. It's, it's, and it's, then he deleted it. And then he said he deleted it, and then he explained it. He was like, it's like a museum, so it's only a limited time. That wow. was funny. That's that a good explanation for it, though. I said, okay. That, that is the best way to explain a deleted tweet. <laughs> AEW is putting Tony Khan in a real rough spot. Because it goes back to what you gentlemen said earlier. Once again, it's still a business, right? And and he is struggling to find that balance between okay, let's let's take our controversy and let's let's create cash with it, right? You know, let's let's take the idea of all all publicity is good publicity, which isn't always true, but in terms of business, it kind of is, right? And on mm-hmm. the other hand, you're such a fan focused product, as you say, you know, you cater to the fans, and that's kind of your your mo. And now you have this bickering going backstage and it's not staying backstage. Right. I, I, you know, I don't know if you guys, how you guys grew up, but you know, my mother used to always say whatever happens in this house stays in this house. Yo, so, you yeah. know, if, if, if whatever that, issues that was going on, it was, it was <laughs> yeah. in house. You don't go outside the house and you start airing your personal business, whatever it is, you wait to get behind those doors and you handle it. And it's like, I, I've never seen a promotion and, and it might not be necessarily because of AW, just the day and age that we live in with social media. Cause who knows what WCW would look like, you know, <laughs> Back Woo! back during those days, if they that had social media, <laughs> so so in our fa- in all fairness, you know, Yo, but Kevin it's just like, Sullivan would have had a oh, no. yield day. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> I can only imagine. But Tony <laughs> Khan is not feared backstage. Somebody said on Twitter earlier, he said, "Look, Vince McMahon, if there's one thing he did, he ran a tight ship, and he's had people so wired that they, they wouldn't even think of anything like this. And to have that, it, it almost seems like the inmates are running the asylum at some point. And he's it's it's got." It's not a good look as far as business right now. You know, Discovery and Time Warner are supposed to be going through a merger right now, and then you're trying to appease television execs all while produce television, all while keep your town happy, all while hearing rumors. It's a lot. And uh, I'm just, I think, you know, they should be a better team, right, to do that. But they're, like, calling each other out on Twitter and, you know, Andrade, he doesn't care. I said what I said. And I'm just like, man, y'all do a whole lot of Twitter beefing. Like, aren't y'all going to see each other in TV at this point? Y'all couldn't wait, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a bad look. Man. I think it's a bad look for AW as far as being a company. Mm-hmm. But like that is a beef for somebody. Oh. You know, it was Eddie Kingston and Sammy G. Then it was, yeah. you know, Hangman Page and Punk. It's like, it's mm-hmm. constantly something. Dickering. Yeah. And it's like, where does it stop? Mm-hmm. Well, the one thing I'm coming, one thing I notice now compared to back in the day is when we have beef, we go in the ring and make money off of it. There you mm-hmm. go. There go. Like, get there something from it. That's like, it. for example, these new generation of wrestlers, for some reason why, like, dang, they talk mad oh. shit online, they see mm-hmm. each other, they like this. Exactly. Like this. That's what Sammy G just they like did. This. They're like this. Instead of saying that, yo, bro, come here. Let's make this beat. Let's make this money. Let's take it to mad promotions. No. That's the thing. 
That's the difference between our parent generation and this generation. That's the thing. Like, and 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 now with WWE, it's kind of like they have more of what, like I like to say, they have more of a culture there. You yeah. understand? When you go WWE, it's a culture. When you go on Impact, it's a culture. New Japan, it's a culture. You understand? Mm-hmm. When you go to Battle Club, it's a culture. AEW is we had the culture. The guy that who kind of like was like of the culture, Cody, he left. These other guys, a bunch of dickheads. Now the dickheads are running asylum. And again, instead of instead of instead of going to instead of going to the ring and talking it out, if you know how Cody is, the young bucks, they they was always on talking shit on Twitter. Now they're bringing in because the EVPs they they get away with it instead of making money. Imagine if Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara. Like, what if, like, Eddie Kingston wasn't the older guy to see the bigger picture to make money off that match? Right. What if, like, he was his age? That would been so much money lost. So that's my opinion. Like, today's generation, they don't like making money off their yeah. game. Do they have wrestlers court? Well, that's, no. just, that's the problem. There's a lack of... You, listen, all, Mr. Black, all those companies you named, including Battle Club, you have tradition backstage for a reason because you have veterans working, right? But, and oh, as a veteran... They don't listen to the veterans, though. That's the problem. And but that's I don't, why I don't I think there's enough. That's why when you brought up Mark Henry, I was just like, oh, what? Like, <laughs> for him, Big Show. Jim Ross. William Regal. Jim Ross. Jericho. Freaking Jerry Flynn. Dean yeah. Malenko. It just, it, it, it is mind-blowing at the the lessons and and people that he can honestly lean on and have that type of team that he just does it. And it's and it's unfortunate because the, the ones that lose out are really the fans. Yeah. At the end of the day, like they still go, they still got guaranteed contracts. They still mm-hmm. gonna get paid. They still gonna go through their seasons and stuff like that. They they still gonna move on. But us as fans, we're gonna you're gonna start to see that shift of separation from AEW if you haven't really kind of started to feel it now. Especially, actually, question you guys: Do you how do you guys feel about um? Tony's comment about marketing really heavy on the East Coast. Is that going to hurt him in the long run? I think so. Because it's, 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 he boxed himself into a business deal. You know what I mean? Because what if, what if somebody uh, is offended by what you say on the West Coast? Or how could you try to expand globally into Canada? You know what I mean? Which is a huge wrestling audience. Or like to Mexico. You know, although, you know, although you have these kind of working deals mm-hmm. with other promotions, it's like, well, why would you call the Northeast a hotbed? Because then you, you, when you're located in the South, like what, what I don't understand what he was trying to accomplish. I don't know if he was just upset. I don't know if he was venting, but I'm like, brother, keep it together. Like, why would you sit there and say, oh, yeah, we're going to run stuff in the Northeast. OK, we get it. We know WWE's headquartered in the Northeast. What point are you trying to prove trying to walk into their territory in an established market? And you think you're going to prove like, what are, what are you trying? Because while they're in India getting paid $4 million a match, right? And, and you're, <laughs> you you want to stomp the East Coast that's been there. They've been there for 60 years, mm-hmm. right? You're struggling in the South where you stand. Like, is, is the reason the NWA, is the reason why Vince McMahon Sr. had issues with Vince McMahon Jr. when he decided we're going to start running uh, syndication throughout the country, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And, and then now today's day, like, for, for such a historic wrestling fan like Tony Khan, it's like, have you not learned from the lessons of yesteryear? Like, it makes no sense for you to continue to walk into somebody else's territory when you haven't established your own. Well, since that's almost like you have a business and you say we're going to expand sooner sooner than we're than we're ready to do so. And that usually leads to what bankruptcy a lot of times. 
Ooh. Most businesses shut down because they have uh -huh. successful businesses, right? Successful products, but they expand too fast. And after a while, they get themselves in a bind. It happened in the NWA, for goodness sake. They had money on the books coming, but they had no money to take care of right now, which ultimately caused them to have to sell to Ted Turner. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what, what came from that was World Championship Wrestling. I don't understand him sometimes. I don't understand his business moves. The wrestling stuff, it's like Mr. Black said. It, it's, it's early, in all fairness. It's only been yeah. a few years. You know what I mean? But I'm like, dude, you have a company to run. Like, what are you doing? The business side of it, you makes no sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. He, he has confused. money, though. He has money. That's all that matters. But that's his that's his excuse, though. Like, oh, but exactly. I have plenty of money. And that's like, that's what money. that's what blows me about everything. Like because <laughs> he doesn't care. He's like, at the end of the day, it's not gonna hurt me. Money. Like, I understand you, but we're talking about AEW, Tony. Right. Like, I, I, I know I know it's your company, but you, that's not your money you put into to this company. Like you didn't you didn't you didn't finance that entire organization on your own. Let's be real. Like I like you're not this is what I say. He likes to pull the wool over the fans' eyes and convince us, oh no, I'm only here for you guys. I'm like, cut it out. Why did you have TNT logos on the side of your ring on, on the side of your, your ring skirts? You know, Absolutely. why they're a major sponsor? Why is uh draft king draft kings on your turnbuckles and stuff like that? Because these people have major stakes. Why can TNT tell you, hey, listen, no surprises. If you're gonna bring back Sting, you gotta let us know next time. That means they have that much of a financial stake in your company that they can make those calls. I think I listen, you, you're, you're not in control of your company as, as you, you think you are. Listen, but I've got plenty of money, more than Jim Crockett and all those guys, so it doesn't matter. Okay, Tony, we know <laughs> that's, that's why I call him Prince Flea Swallow. Wait, the rapper, the rapper. <laughs> what remember, remember a parapet the rapper? Yes. Oh my God! The fraud, yeah. money, money, money is all you need. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. him. Hey, that's him. Prince Freak, a flea swallow. You stupid. I know. I know. I, know. I never got the demo song. disc. Video game shit, but I definitely know that one. Rapper, no, that was hilarious. Can he run Barclays? No. What? Can AEW run out of Barclays? No. Mm -mm. That's why they got to get the tennis arena. That's why, yeah, that's why they had yeah, it on the ass. Ass, yeah. They and, don't run and, and they can't get Madison Square neither. Yeah, I know they the big boys. Damn. I'm saying DC, they don't run the um Capital One Center no more. So they don't? Mm. No, they, they run, no they it's run the same uh, how when they was just in Philly, they had they were on Temple University's campus. Oh, yeah, because they yeah. did the same thing in Baltimore. They're at UMBC's campus. They're, at, uh, mm -hmm. they're not at the chicken box, yeah. And I, the only reason why I didn't bring that up is just because, in all fairness, it's being renovated. But if it wasn't, they still wouldn't run there. Right. Yeah. Damn. There's dick on the tables. So all these, all these places. <laughs> See, but I mean, this is different. He was able to run out of the United Center. Because that was, the, you know, that was punk. That's punk. Well, that and they don't run out of the United Center. They only, they only time I see WWE at the United Center was for a holiday show that I went to. That was it. But I'm, yeah, that's kind of true. Isn't it super expensive? I really like it was super yeah, expensive. Yeah, it's the same for the garden. That's why they don't. That's why yeah. like if WWE okay. does the Barclays so much because MSG is just it's so cheaper. much to run. Yeah. They do house shows for no reason. Yeah, for yeah. no reason. No, 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 no. I think that it costs more to broadcast. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, what it is. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah, they pay them to broadcast, oh. and like I don't think the Barclays charge. Hmm. Vince is still on. Vince is yeah, like, like well, this, but, you know, he, you know, but he laid, but he laid that blue. He laid that path. Like he was a, gotta, a solid businessman. You got to respect that. At the end of the day, I think everybody and and to your point, Dwayne, when you mentioned about like Vince's and his narrative, 
you know, we've had people on our show, past WWE superstars, and they've said nothing but great, amazing things about Vince. Mm -hmm. Literally. Would break their back for him type of thing. So, like, I think... I think as the years have progressed, and mm-hmm. you know, he is an older man. Like, he's not, yeah, he's he's 80, not 40 he? doing the Royal Rumble. He's not right. doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think right. that disconnect also does come from, unfortunately, his age and him Big being time. older and not being mm-hmm. as connected to really what's going on, like, social media-wise and things like that, because you have put all these people in place to handle that. But so he, because He's a billionaire, and he's old. You're yeah. in a once you once you reach a certain like that's we're tax all, we're, we're all <laughs> the same universe right now. Maybe right. Brian is a millionaire. I don't know. And so was I'm talking to right now, but I'm gonna assume that we're all in the same kind of ish tax bracket. None of us are billionaires and millionaires yet. No. When you're in this, we're in the regular world. We all live in the regular world for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you reach a certain type of money, mm-hmm. you're no longer in the regular world. True. And then once you reach a certain a certain age, you're not in regular reality anymore. Uh-uh. You combine yeah. those two things, age and wealth. Yeah. He's a, he's a he's a different galaxy at this world at this point. And he yeah, and, and and like he has his own universe, the yeah. universe. Yeah, Literally. like, he, like and he think he's God. Brother mentioned a good point. Like he lived in the WWE universe. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't know what went on outside in the regular world. He ate a right. steak, a steak burrito. He worked out, and then he went to creative. <laughs> no, what what you're saying is absolutely true, and, and I'm gonna tell you here's the proof of what you here's the proof of what you're saying to be true. After the first allegations came out, what did Vince McMahon do on both shows? He came out. He welcomed the fans. He got well, a that pop. That was the most gangster. And he walked back. I've ever seen in life. Mm-hmm. And he walked back. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't. He just said, "Welcome to Monday Night Raw," and then strutted himself out. Welcome to SmackDown. Then now forever together. And then walked out. And I was like, "So this is what we're doing now." Then like three or four miles gets out. He said, "Okay, I gotta retire." But those first two allegations, <laughs> you know, I was like, because he wasn't too sure how that was gonna play out. And, that's, and he wanted to, rolling. exactly. He wanted to get let me let me get a feel for how they view me right now. Once he got that pop, I said, "Oh, well, forget it. Then we're good. I don't got to go anywhere." Uh, fast. You stupid dogs. Said, oh, you stupid dogs. You stupid dogs. All right, we good. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, the fans he ain't tripping on me. He, he's Dang. right. Definitely, he definitely did the. Oh, Dang. you gotta hate me. Yeah. Oh, we we good. We good. Oh, we he did the oh. homelander. He did the homelander. He did the homelander. He did yeah. Back what the homelander did. Yeah. And then strutted mm-hmm. himself out and went right back to creative. And you know. Yep. He, it's like, he did the um. He did that dude where like the boss said that. Um. He did that dude where like you and you McDonald's and the boss said you're fired. The next day you come back and you look mm-hmm. around. All right. <laughs> I go on fries. <laughs> <laughs> Went on fries, aka gorilla position, said, Y'all can't take me down. Yo, and he did exactly. that SmackDown one Juneteenth weekend because Keith yes. knew because I remember we were, oh my we were outside we're the spot. We was outside somewhere on 42nd. And I said, Yo, we gotta turn on SmackDown. Vince is gonna be on. And then when Vince said that together forever now, I was so upset. I said, well, Thank God I didn't rush home just for that. And strutted out. Bro, Bro, I was I was at the, the barber shop. Right. <laughs> Everybody at the, I told my barber turn on wrestling. Turn on wrestling. 
got a podcast and I got to talk about this. Turn it. No, they got a podcast and got to talk about this. That's, that's the only thing excuse no matter where you go. Like when we go to like we go to a bar, or we or, or we go to a restaurant and it's a TV, like mm-hmm. if you turn it on to um USA Network. <laughs> Please thank you. Boss moves. So turn it on. And then everybody's and after the barbershop looking at me like crazy. I was like, nah, we're gonna watch this all together like a family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, we're gonna now watch you this. Made together. A family affair? So, the one thing, and, and let's get on the on, on a on the bigger level. Wrestling is been part of everybody's life at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. anytime I'm at a place and I turn on wrestling and I, and I tell people to turn on, they go, oh, and they start asking questions. Oh, this still, this still comes on? Oh, mm-hmm. I remember this. I remember that. I remember this. Uh-huh. 99% of people, there was a point in their lives when they watched wrestling. Yep. So when I do tell people to turn, they're like, all right, whatever, turn it on. It's they might say they might have crack a joke, but then they, they're all watching it with me. Like, oh, <laughs> exactly. That's yep, what they always do. Start asking mad questions. Yo, when I when I had told my job I was going to WrestleMania, these guys asked me everything under the sun when I came back. How exactly. was it? Yep. Who came out? I was like, y'all don't even watch this. Yeah. Or when bad, that's it. how you know. So this is how I know the, the effect of Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. So my job is full of Spanish guys that don't watch wrestling. <laughs> Why are you smirking about that? Is this- <laughs> yo, when I came back after that right. WrestleMania, they was like, yo, did you see Bad Bunny? I said, I was I there. Yeah, I saw Bad Bunny. <laughs> Why do you know about Bad Bunny at WrestleMania? You don't even watch it. He's like, no, but I watched that. So I'm like, yo, or even to the Rumble when we was in St. Louis, mm-hmm. Bad Bunny came out, everybody lost their shit. It was like, he- so when they enter people like that, it has to, it, it has to make sense. For it to really, you know, catch the casual fan. And I think that is where at times AEW lacks. Like they give a good try, but it yeah, never fabulous. It doesn't always stick. What's what's a good example of a good try? I, I'm curious. <laughs> oh, oh, prime example, Kevin Gates. <laughs> no. What? No, I went that was okay. Kevin Gates, that example. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. I fucks with Kevin Gates because he know my name and he comes to my job, so he be giving me dap. That nigga smell good, by the way, guys. That motherfucker. Hey. Hey. I would have said I would have said Mike Tyson unless, but he fell asleep. He did fall asleep. Can't say right. him. Um, so no, the thing is they don't do something that connects with now. Right. Yeah. That that's where they kind of fall off. The guy from Cobra Kai was on there, and I I, I was like, wait, was that around the yeah, time when the season came out? Wait, that it needs to hit. That's where they, that's their issue because you're bringing out Trina, Fab, DJ Who Kid. This isn't 2010. Little Scrappy, <laughs> a lot of old school old school hip hop going on. Yeah, yeah. This isn't 2010. Which is not demographic, by the way. So so right. but. They, Get modern day. They, they tried to do a little Uzi Vert one time, but he just stood there and didn't do nothing. He just walked down with Tony Khan and doing do nothing. But or even actually the Milwaukee Dynamite I went to. What's his name? What's the tall one that played for them for for the Bucks? Giannis. Giannis. Yeah, he came out. Oh yeah, he mm. did come out. That, that, was, that was a good try. That was he a good came try. out, and that, I get because they popped. 
Cause they was like, oh. Was that during the show though? Cause I know he came out like they showed some stuff like after the show went off. He didn't. If it wasn't, if y'all didn't see it live, didn't know. And I think he came out during the show. Okay, because I can't remember. On the show, they showed it more for Rampage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then for actual dynamite, but he, but I remember he came out. Tony Khan was like, because you know he jumped. If y'all ever been to AW AW live show, Tony yeah. Khan jumps up and down before every show. So mm-hmm. he had jumped up and down, and then he said, "Oh, Giannis," and then everybody popped. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm from New York. This ain't this ain't my guy, but okay, <laughs> I'm here. But, but but the thing is, they try. They, one, they're a mm-hmm. new company, so it's harder to get like mega superstars to, to to come like that's a different you got to convince somebody at, at a very high caliber to come to a company that's brand new and not everybody knows it because my brother has said this numerous times when you think wrestling you think wwe yeah facts what you, think, what it is. you think clorox clorox yeah. is not bleach <laughs> no clorox True is that. a brand so yeah, when mm-hmm. you think wrestling you think wwe so a lot of times like People are wrestling synonymous to WWE. Like Cardi B, from what I'm hearing, from the rumors out, is definitely about to be on WWE TV soon. She loves wrestling. Listen, yeah. I need Cardi to host Mania or something. But but, but the thing I is, but the thing is, you don't get that with AEW yet. Because no. people still consider AEW the poor man's version of WWE. Sure. It's an elevated indie show. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so to break out of that stigma and then to get those super those stars like I'm not gonna hold you Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns no I that is lit Loki that shit lit that shit lit mm-hmm. it don't yeah. make no sense why it's lit and, but you know what I think if Logan Paul didn't show out at Mania of then course. I don't think it would be a con- I don't think it would have even happened but, mm-hmm. but let's even take it a step further the fight pit match that's gonna happen this Saturday at Extreme Rules with oh, Daniel Cormier, the DC guy, exactly, guest referee. That's big time. That yep. is elevating the brand on another level. Now, yep. what I didn't like though, low key, is they had announced him before he did that whole promo on Monday. That it, it mm-hmm. was reversed. They they should have waited <laughs> until they should have mm. they should have held out. Social media should have held out that one because that I was like, well, we already know he's he's you know he's doing it. Why is he promoting? Right. To introduce these promo though. I, I I give I give it a buck. I swear mm-hmm. just all day in the mirror. He, he did. Like, Yo, like that's not his oh, that's not his thing. So for the fact that that man had talked for like two minutes and like 50 seconds, yo, was the longest two minutes and 50 seconds in that man's life. You could tell. Mm. No, he, he he was struggling. He was yeah, he was, he was trying he to was, find words. He was just like, yo, I need to make this right. I can't mess this up. So I, I know. <laughs> You can see the whole process. Boxing. Like, yo, this is what's, what I'm going to say, you know. So, Matt Riddle, my name is Daniel Cormier. I'm a fighter. I'm with a, he was in the mirror. Shadow Bob. But the thing yo, about I, it, I, I, I 100% believe that. But it 100%. elevated that whole match. Like, that whole... That match, and I've said it before, is probably going to steal the show. Ah, uh, that ladder match. I don't know. That ladder match. Not that mm. match. And a lot of men ain't doing it. The this is nah. box Ugh. office now. Because I got to be with my brother. And Seth Rollins really don't like each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, they probably they probably smoke before together though, low key. Yeah, but oh, absolutely. I got to be with my brother. Is a lot of match. We see thousands of them. You know. No, but you it's never pay per view. 
rarely well, see. Well, hold on, hold on. We see uh, enough enough ladder matches throughout the years. We have the women's money in bank. There's nothing like but so much you can do a ladder match. But a fight pit, it's only been three. This there is you the go. first one on a main, main roster, roster. Yeah. not on Vince Watch. Right. It's Triple H. <laughs> and, and, Triple it's H. Watch. and it's and it's legitimized. It's a different flavor. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think having... adding DC um to the, to like as the reference it makes it real. definitely added like, the legitimacy to it because he definitely I will give him when he did the mm. promo, he talked so highly about he, he Riddle. was in, he was he was in the mix for it. They were thinking about they were thinking about Ken Shamrock. Yeah, he she was. Ken oh, they, they, I would have rather Ken because yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. that's the father. Both of them yeah. in a fucking ankle lock and walked out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, son, Ken Shamrock fought Owen Hart in his pop's basement. Oh, I know. No Brock, there yeah. was no Ken. To See, walk. now I gotta go back and watch that, Mister. No, Brock. that match was crazy. That was, was I gotta go back and watch <laughs> it. Fully loaded. Mm-hmm. But oh, that, for that IC title match, own base he grew up with. Oh, in the yeah. basement. Ninety-eight. So, that match wasn't that good, though. It don't matter. It matter. It's the moment. It it was, yeah, it was the moment. It's the moment. <laughs> it's the moment. Not the it <laughs> This nigga Ken Shamrock was hanging from, from the daddy's <laughs> The whole family doesn't. So I may watch it tonight. They, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause now I'm gonna watch it differently. We heard but, so many stories about the dungeon. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, we get to see it live in action. I'm sorry, go ahead, Brian H. No, go ahead, go ahead, because you was just saying. No, I was saying like that's the like oh, yeah. we we've heard all these stories about the Hart family dungeon, and he's like, oh, we get to actually see what goes on down here, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was a regular ass basement. Like, no, it was wood panel. Wood panel. Wood panel, and that little that little one piece of carpet on the floor that Steve used to toss people in and, and stretch them out. I was like, this is this is the dungeon we keep hearing about, and they had a four floor dungeon. But to us, but to us it was fire because it was something different. Was it was definitely different. Yeah, that yeah. was real. Come on, he hanged off the. It was different. It was creative. It was fun. It was a moment. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's also you got you gotta take account how old we was when we first when we watched exactly. it. Exactly. Like, yo, you couldn't tell me nothing. Come on, yo, that, yo, come you on, could son. listen. Ken was was fire. Yo, yo I and after all the heels jumped him, then his spirit went to Yo! Like, <laughs> no, okay, so that's the... I, I have... I have a... So I have, I've always had an issue with that whole sec... That whole thing. Because Taker didn't even... Taker didn't even work it. Like, he came back, I think, like, the next week or, no. or the two... Like... Uh, no. no. I'm gonna tell you why I know he didn't. That year, a month later, my cousin died, right? Damn. And we sitting in my aunt's house. No, follow me. Whoa. His older cousin. This got real deep. So we sitting at my aunt's house. <laughs> see how I didn't budge though, right? <laughs> it happens all the time. And, and I'm sitting there next to my father. And so like my cousin had cancer or whatever. We go to my aunt's house. We wait and then we get the phone call. Like He's just as bad as you with the Make-A-Wish. I just want to no. let you know that. <laughs> Bruce died. So they was like, we got to go back over to the house. But the Undertaker ain't come over yet. I'm eight years old, seven years old, right? <laughs> Yo, he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> this, mind you, my parents ordered this Royal Rumble for me because it was on a Saturday that year. This is the same one when Brett had and Owen split. So my dad, I said, Dad, but the Undertaker's in the casket. So how's he gonna come pick up Cousin Bruce? So he just goes, Oh, snap, so different. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, this is <laughs> oh, oh, a different one. Nah, not that. Yeah, because you know one. you don't you don't speak loud. What we say, children seen and not heard. So I wasn't gonna sit up there like, ain't no Undertaker coming out. I got slapped. But I was just sitting my there. I was like. Undertaking the casket, Yo, I like that. <laughs> and it's, it's like, so it's like Santa Claus at the mall. No, not that Santa, the yellow Santa. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's how I knew because this was leading into WrestleMania ten. If you remember, Undertaker wasn't at WrestleMania ten. He ain't come back. No, right. Later, yeah. So, yeah, later. That I remember. <laughs> Wait. So speaking about old school, just as we wrap up, we didn't even mm. get to know like what's your favorite wrestlers. Like I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like I've known Brian forever. Brother, brother, and I feel like it changes. So. What? <laughs> So who are y'all saying? Like, I guess a top three. All no, wait, I see that's that's not fair. Who does that? Because yeah. I didn't say one. Yeah. One is not fair. Easy. Three. Daniel Bryan. Ooh. Are we talking current guys too? Or are we no, talking like said all time? Whatever. Matter. That makes it difficult for me. Two. Daniel Bryan. He's still uh, Bryan with it. Go ahead, Daniel Bryan. Paul Hogan. Oh my gosh. There you go with Terry. It's the era. It's the era. I get it. Makes sense. It's the Eat Your Vitamins, brother. Or I get it. It's all right. I like Hogan. I don't know who Terry Belay is. <laughs> See how he did that? <laughs> Terry owns a shop, <laughs> owns a shop on point. International Drive in Orlando. I've heard. I haven't gotten there yet. I only I saw him at WrestleCon, um, the first one in 2013. And, and I was like, wow. But yeah. But those are my three. <laughs> I have I have four wrestlers that make up two, so that's like a one A one B. Are they a tag team? No, 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 no. So like nah. it's it's they, they they just go hand in hand. So like it's Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, one A one B, no order. Depends on what day it is, and then what is it? What is it today? Uh, today, today, hmm, today it's probably Shawn Michaels today. Okay, because it's NXT, I, that's appropriate. Okay. Well, I, I just watched WCW Monday Night Show last night, and Burhart was being a Ooh, weasel. Oh, what year? It was, it was, it was, it was late '98 Wolfpack era, and I was pissed because I said this is not how Burhart's supposed to be booked. So that's why he's one B today. Uh, I went back so. to '97. I'm with with um Rick Flair and the Horseman in the um Dungeon of Doom stuff. Oh, see, that's before. I can't see the, the good thing about Peacock is uh, when, at least when you watch those Nitros, they like they go to the next week immediately. The next week, yeah. So. But but my other my other one say I, what I, I watch old wrestling here and there. I feel like Ric Flair has been old his entire life. Right. Yo, that's, the, that's, the that's the alcohol. I'm pretty confident. Really? That's the I'm alcohol. pretty confident he has some African in his descent blood because man has not aged. But he's always been old looking. That's the well, alcohol. you know what it is? I think as the hair, I think as the hair deteriorated, it made him well, outside of the alcohol. But I think the hair is really what transitional. Because, like, that's 97, 98. Rick had some luxurious hair. He did. He did. You know what? You're right. He did. But if you he go did. back to 06, like, when he, right before he, like, ret fake retired with, yeah. with HBK, mm -hmm. it was bristle. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was hanging it was, on by three. It was like, you know, when you have a Christmas tree and you still have it up at January 15th? Oh, it's no. like that. Nah, I never had a real tree. Also, the era, because I think... You never had a real tree? Mm -mm. Only the child. Old in the 80s. Oh. I agree. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Well, Hogan came in still the hairstyle the same past 50 years. So I don't Big know. But, but, look at, right. but look at the old dogs now. Look at Bobby Roode, 45. Dolph Ziggler, 42. Well, Edge is like AJ Edge, Styles, Randy Orton. Yeah. I think AJ Styles just turned 46. Bobby Lashley, 45. Like, these guys don't want to be aging. Bobby to about 80. Drugs. 
We call Bobby a vampire, man. Bobby, Bobby, have you seen Bobby's story on the, on the network? He looks the same since he was in high school. Since he was almost sixteen years old. <laughs> I said, Bobby, how do you look the same for almost twenty something years? That's because he, the way he eats oatmeal cream pies. That's what he told us. Uh, okay, for real? He's oatmeal. Cream. Like, like you know how you eat an Oreo cookie? Now he's in cream. He eat his oatmeal cream pies like that. No lie, I got the video. It's, it's you look it up. He told us that. Really? How do you explain it? Explain it. You know how you eat an oil cookie, You might twist it. You twist Isn't it too cookie, salt? Right? Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's why. Like, who who's messing with somebody who does that? Like he said, he looked into Brock Lesnar's eyes and realized Brock had no soul, just like him. Y'all look so, so concerned. Why... <laughs> <He> said, <"Wait." laughs> right. What is this? Because that's the most random this? fact. That's like that's like Brian knowing. His favorite cereal, like that, is the most random thing to know. Because I, when he, we asked him, why was he a vampire? He doesn't age. So my man said, moon pies is the is no the oatmeal cream pies. Fountain of youth pies, and then um uh John Cena said, drink red wine here and there to um open up your Yo, blood. Yo, Cena be yeah. oh, Cena will drink some wine. I tell you. Oh, that. yeah, I see. I seen Total Divas when he had that wine. Yeah, that Total thing is Divas. Loaded. Yo, it was one. <laughs> It was one episode. Jonathan Cena went in, oh, for real? Yeah. legit, and they looked low key alcoholic. But I won't, you know, it is what it but, is. Uh, continue, Alan. Yes, Dwayne. Oh, I'm, so I'm you sorry. said, yes. Sean, Brett. Shawn Michaels slash Brett, and then it's Daniel Bryan slash AJ Styles. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so like, like that the both of y'all said Daniel Bryan. Okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I, I follow him for a long time. And he, you know, I was part of the Yes movement. So like those guys. And then I remember when age when I when I got away from WWE in maybe fifteen. Uh, that was when AJ Styles had just left TNA and had gone to New Japan. He was wiping the TNA stink off of him, and that was like my favorite era. Like I was always an AJ Styles fan because he was the reason I started watching Impact like in two thousand four. So, but to see the version that he became when he kind of left TNA, that's you know that whole run he had before he even. Even was even considered to be in WWE. Um, you know, that's that run him and Daniel Brown were kind of like, you know, they were climbing that same ladder on different sides of the fence. And I think a close number three, it's difficult. It they change each week. I, I it's easy for me to say like Macho Man, Randy Savage. That's a fact. You know what I mean? It's, it's usually between like Sting and Macho Man, usually. You that's know a fact. Oh, Dang, I didn't even think about them. Wait, Dwayne. So you like colorful sting or black and white sting? Black and white sting. Like don't Ooh. like I don't I, I grew up on colorful sting. Like I remember being a kid getting in trouble at summer camp because I took the finger paint and I started doing this <sighs> and I looked crazy. Like wasting and, and, money. But <laughs> I was I was I was a kid then, you know what I mean? It's like it's like when I watched Michael Jordan as a kid, like it it when I was a, when I watched him in his greatness, I was just a kid. He was just a superhero to me, right? But when I watched Jordan when I was old enough to comprehend what he was doing, I was older, but he was with the wizards, you know what I mean? And there was a difference. So it's like uh, his run with the Wizards has a certain um, effect on me, especially at the time as a basketball player, because I watched him play and I was able to learn from what he did, you know. But that's not really his most favorable time. But versus, it was the same way with Sting. Like I, I was a kid when Sting was surfer Sting, but like like when you know that Monday Night Wars era when Sting was Sting Sting. So when Sting, Sting was, came down from the Raptors, type he was the reason. He was the reason. Niggas. He was the reason we watched. <laughs> rap. That's how gangster can you be? Like you just got me fired up. He really pulled up on a whole. That man is gangster. Yo, it's forty of them in the ring. No, oh, 60, dog. It was 60 because it was new members every week. <laughs> and guess them? what? And they were scattered off that one bat. Yo, he fought them. He he unhooked himself, fought them, and then mm. rehooked himself mm. and flew back up. 
most gangster thing I've, I've one of the most gangster things I've seen in wrestling. Why, why WCW Nitro goes off in the middle of it. ladies and gentlemen, we can't stay, we have we're out of time, and they still fighting in the ring, and I'm in the, in the house, like, come on, bro. Yeah, so so like th- those those guys, those yeah. guys had the most memories for me. So, like Sean and Brett and AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, like Sting and Savage, Wait. those you know, Sting, no. Shut up, man. Oh man, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, I forgot. No, it's okay. No, don't. Hey, hey, hey. I forgot. He's not a Steve. Don't apologize because I don't care. I love Steve. So you can. I passed out when I saw him. And and, and Mr. Black, you had every right to to pass out when you saw Steve. I I would have done the same. Yo, he like I can't. I it happened so fast that I couldn't Mm -hmm. even record it. Like that's every right. And it was so organic and just like it. (laughs) It almost felt like time stopped because I almost wanted to yank him. Like if you don't break, like I had to pull a mom moment on him, but I just I just sat there and I let him have that moment. You have your moment, brother. You have that moment. I've had that moment. Like I've met. I have. You gotta tell him the story, Janelle. You gotta tell him the story, Janelle. You always tell the story better than me. Uh-oh. Okay, so real quick, Sting, how Mr. Black met Sting. So we went to WrestleCade last, was it last year? Yeah, last year. And yeah. we mm-hmm. all was there. This was the one year that we all went down to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Shout out to Java Tia South. We all went down for WrestleCade weekend. I highly recommend anybody, whether you're in the mm-hmm. area or not, you love wrestling, definitely go to WrestleCade at least one time. So we sitting outside. We were about to go into the convention center because I think it was a show or something. No, we were going for the meet and greets or whatever. And But I was sitting outside with, shout out to Danny from Pretty Hills. We were sitting outside on like this little like bench and Uncle Scorp- Uncle's Two Cold Scorpio was outside smoking. So we were all <laughs> chatting with him, catching up with, with, our, with Unc. Good guy. Quick. He's a great guy. For not like phenomenal and still can go in the ring, still. Mm-hmm. So, we talking to two cold Scorpio, Mr. Black, kind of in his own world, waiting for us to finish our convo. And then Sting comes out of the convention center with like four like cops, like sheriffs <laughs> surrounding him. So, Sting's in the middle, he got two on each side. This one over here jumped <laughs> up and down. It was like, oh my god, it's Sting. And Steve turned around and he gave, you know, the, the, hey, like the, I'm scared, but I'm not scared enough to say, hey, he gave the, like, hey, and he was just like, oh my God, I just met Sting. Like, just literally just, just had a kid moment and it, I just had to let him have it. Like, and I that's just, exactly like, how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Forget it. You know, but, that's crazy. I had a, I had a similar uh, <laughs> episode where, where WrestleMania. Brian yep, McCain, yep. remember? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even, I don't even want to go see him. I don't even want to go see him. <laughs> we was I'm at WrestleMania Access Store, <laughs> and, and we was about to go in, and then it was like it was a line, and then he seen Kane at the table. He's like, Kane, he's not, Kane. Kane. Kane, like you talking about just, Glenn? You talking about Glenn? No, Kane. You see, he's he was like, down, he down, down, he down, no Glenn. <laughs> Fast forward this year, SummerSlam. I think that was the only brother in Tennessee who was standing on his feet. Like, let's go, Kane. <laughs> nah, it was me. Remember that? It was a dude in front of us, too. Oh, yeah, one other person. You're right. Hey, it was two of them. Man, it we was two. Wow, bro. <laughs> hey. Nah, so I used to bro. really be really big on Kane until he took that mask off and then I checked out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we, yeah that, uh, that was a rough time. Who's the three? Oh, my gosh. Wait, wait. Um, you guys hear this? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no it's not what you think. But uh, it's Kane. I got um. <laughs> I, 
I gotta say, I gotta say, Sean Michaels, just because like everybody else that's real close to that list, to the top of that list. It's pretty much based off of Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. like your Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Birth these niggas, um, birth hey. these people. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, um, even somehow, even almost kind of like Mr. Perfect. He's okay, kind of somewhat in there. I love Mr. Perfect, man. Mr. Perfect. Yeah, no, he the, the vignettes like they time. Oh my you god! Oh yeah, they do. He could they go in the ring like crazy. Though. They hold up. Um, you know, he died way before his. Yeah, time. yeah. He he was about to have another run. Like, yeah, remember when he came back to the world? But I said he looks the same, mm-hmm. right? And right. he was ready to go. Like, I, said, I hated Brock Lesnar. I hated Brock Lesnar for a whole year when oh, I yeah. found out about the little plane ride from hell incident. Yeah, when they got to uh, yeah. wrestling and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and then really? I gotta, yeah. Mm. Then I gotta say, uh, probably DB. Honestly, oh, I had, oh, I have so man, I have, I have a couple of people on there, man. Like, I'm, oh, I was literally, oh. I was literally sitting. Old school sting, surface sting, colorful sting. Okay, there we go. There we go. Um, I have Jericho. Okay, mm. that's okay. Jericho, I've always that makes been sense. A of, I've always been a fan of his from back in the cruiserweight days when um WCW. Yeah, and then he, right, and then he, oh, yeah. he kind of like graduated. Like you saw his progression. Like, he was one of the few years. cruiserweights that had Wait, a personality. Again, you saw right. his what progression? Progression yeah. throughout the years. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, and he's he's just amazing. He's still doing it now. Like, come on now. Fifty one. The, the, the ring I mean, of Jericho. Listen, Steve. Steve will give you a a solid one good spot. Yeah. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. And and, and and that's all he needs. Stink can do no wrong. And you know what? No, Stink no wrong. You hear that? Stink can do yeah, he can. no wrong. He can. No wrong. And Stink is a cool person. Um, I had the opportunity to shoot him. Like, not you know, photography. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shot him for uh, AEW when I did some work for AEW back in the day. Oh, um, Star King. Mm-hmm. Was it Star? Yeah. Star- oh, the Star Cast. Star, Star-, 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 Star- Pass. My bad. It's not Star- the first full yeah. gear. The first year, Baltimore, first year Baltimore. full gear. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That was out there. Okay. Yeah. Met him. Muda. Shot Muda. Um, who else? Young Bucks. Cody. Like, they were all cool. But Sting, I turned around and was like, that's Sting? Son, that's Sting. Sting. And, Sting and he, was, oh. he was all like... He was decked out in a colorful sting. I was like, oh my god. Oh, yeah, he did do that. Yeah, he did. Yep. Bro, I remember that. Okay. I had to turn around and keep shooting Moxley, which he's a cool guy. He sounds so disappointed. He sounds so sad. Like, why am I doing this? I want to talk to colorful things. Yeah, because he was just so interactive with everybody. Moxley was just kind of like, he was cool. He'll talk to you, but then he was just like, all right, come on. What's up? All right, next. Then he disappeared for like two hours, and he came back. I was like, "All right, I still like you, Mox, but okay." Well, you know, they you know, fighting some demons, so you never. Yeah, know. he was. He was. Oh, yeah, that was before rehab. Yep. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. But yeah, yeah, man, like that's that's. I would say Kane, Shawn Michaels, and let's go with um, DB. Okay. No, it's right, funny. Real, real, I was gonna say something real quick. Go ahead. Um, I had to pull up the match because uh, Sir Wilkins said it was trash, right? And I didn't realize how quick it was. But <laughs> it was quick. I was like, I didn't realize how quick it was. But man, like Ken Shamrock had a personality. Okay. And that's the, the yeah, thing a lot of people don't realize. Like, one of the matches I always wish we could have got was Ken Shamrock versus Kurt Angle. 
because yeah. I, like that was oh, you talking about like fantasy booking like yes. I used to always put that on the video games. But the following matches, Rock versus Triple H, and I'm sitting there because The Rock was in my top three, but then Daniel Bryan kind of bumped him down, and I'm like. Their rivalry was so great. Like, I wish we could get one more Rock versus Triple H match. Unfortunately, we can't for yeah, obvious reasons. Yeah, but, like, if we yeah. could just get one more, if we could have got one more match, I know Triple H said, like, it was working towards it. But, like, it would have been just, like, the culmination of everything. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the, the, once again, that match wasn't that good. <laughs> it wasn't See, bad. It was. It I'm, was a, I'm, I'm afraid to go back and watch it because I don't like. Wait right. a minute. Now I still it doesn't, crazy doesn't, it doesn't look the but same. Like, it doesn't. But it was it like justice. it was. It did what it was supposed to do. At exactly. That time. There you go. And I'm, <laughs> okay with I'm okay with that too. You was and then you had Dan Severn in there. I'm sitting there like, wow, they really Dan like Severn y'all talking about the panel walls. Dan the Beast though, low key, but that's okay. Bro, he was hanging from the pipe like it was a Jamaican. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. He got like that power bomb off of it, though. Like, oh, it gave him a power bomb. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah, that's I can't. And then the next month, they oh, was at SummerSlam oh. in the Octagon, in the Lions Den. Yep, Lions Den match, yep. But but the thing is, it's something that I will always love and appreciate. Mm-hmm. Sure. They step, because it's one of those, like, you know how you play SmackDown, the video game? You, you yeah. got a different area to fight. It was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time that you go backstage, you go, man, this is different. Bro, we yeah. lost it. We like, it's backstage. <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing you did as soon as you got the game. You're like, let's see what this backstage look like. You go to different ones. You Remember you had to, like, wait for the screen to load, too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the screen was loading, and it's Trish Jackson and her big-ass titties. And they were like, <laughs> hey, son, that was bro. Smackdown, hey, Man, my mom always walked into the room when that, that screen was on. <laughs> that was a I was wild. like, come on, bro. She's like, what's that? I said, uh, uh, I don't, uh, I bought this, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> and it's already E for everybody, no, T for T, right. like, really? And the cat. Yeah, everybody got it. Can't forget about the cat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that was a wild time. Like, I, I, I know really people wild. get hung up on attitude, but, like, finally going back as an adult now, it's like, how did we get away with this? There's nothing that's, like being a child that's the world that was. time, though, right? No, like, like yo, you just even to the comment, I'm not even talking about the wrestling. Mm-hmm. Jerry the King Lola on commentary in the late oh, yeah. 20s. Wow. He was wild. It's wild. <laughs> like, the FCC should have definitely called Vince on several times. But The world is <laughs> different. Like, like Wayne said, it, it was the time that we were in, like, yeah. You're talking about grunge rock, MTV, like hardcore hip hop. I'm talking about hardcore hip hop at the time. Yeah. Gangster mm-hmm. rap. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a, a transgender who's beating up, who's cheating on her boyfriend with this other person. They fighting on live television. Jerry Springer. <laughs> like, yeah. It was a wild time. Yo, we go. It yo, was. we watch on YouTube Jerry Springer clips all the time. And there's nothing but like that was before his time because it was a solid mm-hmm. like two year period where there's nothing yeah. but tranny shows. No, yeah, nothing exactly. but tranny shows. <laughs> Not, like, I know this is not wrestling related, but yo, that Jerry, yo, we watched Jerry Springer religiously, like YouTube. Jerry Springer was wild. Always it was always like it was just a different era. Yeah. And we were just I think we went like in that era that where we grew up, that nineties and early two thousand, mm-hmm. we hit the extreme. 
And then now we just kind of had to pull everything back, like yo, <laughs> literally everything <laughs> away. Big shells. Like you know when you when you a kid and you got in trouble and they took away everything. Yeah. Everything. That's where. And we back, yeah. But then um, again, I'm not surprised because this is just straight off. It's just yo, TV was still new. Cable, cable was still all the internet, yeah. Internet, yeah. yeah all that was point. brand new. So six, we had no pornos, like we, wild times. Right, <laughs> like, revelation. Talking about what? No, we're not talking about that. All right, last question <laughs> before we close out because we're not getting into that because that's a dark hole that we're not going to get into. Um, who do you guys think is the breakout star of this year? Ooh, excellent question. I gotta Ooh. take a seat back on this one. Yeah, Don't all answer at once. Brother Hugh. I wasn't ready for that one. I, I, I wasn't. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm Good. Thinking. Y'all supposed to be on your toes. The hell? You ain't supposed to be ready for the question. Listen, I have my. I want to name. I'm conflicted though. I really am. No, say I'm, it. Go ahead. Say whatever comes first to your mind. I want to say Bianca Belair. Okay, explain. Just um, when you look at where she started. Like, like I, I look at it like from SummerSlam to SummerSlam, right? Uh-huh. She, um, you know, the she, she right before SummerSlam, she gets in the space where she's now the woman. You know what I mean? And Becky Lynch makes a return. She squashes her, and everybody immediately thought she was done. Like, oh, they're just gonna they're mm-hmm. burying Bianca now. It's all about the man. And she found a way. It's not. It's difficult for any wrestling superstar to stay relevant for an entire year because in wrestling years, that's that's an eternity, right? That's, yeah, that's forever. And a lot of people thought she was going to get lost in the shuffle. She kind of dealt with Becky. She wasn't dealing with Becky. She, she and, and they found an organic way for her to come back and get in that mix. And she didn't lose any in, any like fan any support. Thing? Nope. And she was able to come in and then she kind of capped it off and finished that story. That's difficult for any superstar to do, period. Let alone a black female being able to do that and kept her popularity and kept her relevance and was making TV appearances. I mean, talking crossover stuff. Yeah, exactly. Didn't have to do the stereotypical turn here. Now I'm the ghetto black girl swinging my braid. Like, it was so organic. And I'm like, man, that's not easy to do in professional wrestling. And that was all during the Vince era. Like, it's one of the Triple H era we're talking. And I just like, man, like, it's, as much as I want to say, like, a Wardlow, somebody else, I'm like, when you look at her body of work and what she was able to do, I've never seen her put on a bad match. So she was carried. It's this is what you guys were saying before. Uh, uh, Sir Wilkins was like, hey, hey Mr. Black, you got to, you ha-, like, she's the best of both worlds. You know, she was organically herself. She was a sassy black woman, but she wasn't overly stereotypical. But yet she could follow it up in the ring with her athleticism, her presentation. She wasn't a spot monkey and she worked well with everybody. So I was like, man, when you look at what she's been doing, I'm just like, and I gotta say, in my mind, from SummerSlam to SummerSlam, I'm like, ah, it's hard for me. And she's still holding the title and she's still holding uh, relevance and she's still pushing. She she didn't already beat two two out of the four uh, four horsewomen. Um, you know, in, uh-huh. in, in, in big matches, it's like, okay, that this is her initiation. So I, I that's why I say Bianca Belair. Okay. I, I wanna touch on that one, one, one minute. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this forever. She is the new John Cena. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big time. The face of this company. Yes. Loki. People our age don't really fuck with her, but the kids fuck with her. Yes, hard, big time. Hard. Listen, all kids too, all colors, kids, everything. Listen, when I saw two white kids at WrestleMania with a EST shirt on, that's how I knew it was real. Crossover, yeah. Period. Wait, so wait a minute. People around our age don't like Bianca Belair. 
So I think the dem- yeah, I think I think you're unfamiliar with her. Just because I think she definitely connects more with the younger generation, with being empowering, being the bestest, being the toughest. Yeah. Like that type of stuff. I think us as I mean, for me, every time I see her, I cry. So I'm I'm a I'm a totally different animal. I love Bianca. I don't I don't, yeah, me neither. I, I, I but I think it's, I it's a hard thing maybe for you to understand Big because time. like we're in this community where we all appreciate the impact that she's made. Where <laughs> there are there are people out there that don't connect to her, and and that's fair, and that's just wrestling and just just life in general. I mean, like reason why I kind of understand how you don't connect to her because I see it this way is. We all, especially our generation, we all know a homegirl that who's athletic, who's in sports. Mm, sure. You understand? Yeah. And even us gentlemen, we probably dated a athletic chick. You understand? We see mm-hmm. athletic chicks all our lives. You know, all the shows we watch, all the cartoons we watch, there's always that sporty chick. So I'm yeah. looking like, how can you not relate to Bianca? And we all know women that who can make their own clothes, women that who could do it all. So yeah. our mothers, so my mother could do it all. So not for me not to like able, for you not to be able to like, to like, I don't see how you not like Bianca Belair. Right, like, it's she be does hair. But it's the thing is, I don't understand when people don't like certain types of things, but people don't like certain types of things. That's just their opinion on sure. it. That's just what and it when, is. But the thing about it, what makes Bianca so good, <clears throat> and, I, and I always speak about when I met her and how to work with her, mm-hmm. she is, and you and you can attest to this, Brian, she is 100% Media trained out the ass. Yep. Like, that's, good. that's that's crossover star. Is per you put her anywhere, she's gonna make your company look good. Mm-hmm. So it's her connecting to children and also the fact that she's a company company person mm-hmm. and they just they might just keep to just make her the the, the the John Cena for the women's division. Listen, what I have seen her before she even before she really blew up and they had her in commercials yeah. during Raw. I said, Oh, they they got plans for her. they got big plans for because those types of things don't happen to the ordinary superstar. No. Yeah, You're right. So and I and we used to talk about it on the podcast. I would always get hyped, like, y'all, did y'all see that commercial she was in? <laughs> like, so stuff like that, like it just I, I absolutely agree. I mean, not too much of the breakout star. I have a different person in mind. But, okay. uh, Wilkins, who do you think is the breakout star of this year so far? Breakout star of this year is... Uh, to be honest, it's kind of... It's, it's, it's low-key tied for me. Hmm. Okay. It's Daniel Garcia. Okay. Because of what he... Of what he's really been doing and, and the push he's 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 constantly getting getting a lot better. And the other one would be it, it's been a year in, in the making, in my opinion. Like even like over this over the years, Jay Uso and Sami Zayn, like them them two. My nigga, goals, Jay Uso. Uso. Yeah, it, it I take mine back. He's right. It's hey. definitely Jay Uso. Hey. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll stick with it. That's that's a really good one, though. He's actually right. With Jay, granted, whatever happens with the bloodline, you know, when it when it finally breaks up or whatever, they decide to end the, the situation. He's kind of been the highlight, and yes. been this consistent of like being put into different spots where you're like, holy shit, you're elevating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're doing things mm-hmm. like 
to this day, we talk, it, it's been like a week, maybe two weeks since that episode of SmackDown with Sami Zayn. Yo, when he hollered at him, telling him to take off the shirt, I said, when, oh, take it off. They made that face, you're like, oh, man. And But what we but we remember that. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, he, it's borderline Emmy-winning performances that he's been putting up. That's the truth. <laughs> and also putting on phenomenal matches with his brother and with the Street Profits and with the New Day and all of that. But, like, just as of recently, you've seen him come into his own. Of, of of being how of how great he is as a character work. Yeah, strong character development. You're right. Yeah, it's been, with you. been a great ride. He he's right. That's uh, ooh, that's, that's a tough one to Ryan follow. Ryan H Waters. Uh, my break star. my breakout star Gunther. Um, I look ooh, at what he's been it. doing. That's a good um, one too. Yeah, just man, just to come up to NX from NXT to the main roster, have a name change. And get us to the point, like, you're so good that we stop complaining about Walter. And yep. to see him go out there and, you know, he's still been, like, to see his body transform. But yeah. then him also go out, he also go out there and put on, like, I mean, he got a five-star match by, you know, according to my opinion. Um, and so I think, like, he's a breakout star. He's somebody that I'm like... If y'all put him in the ring with like Roman Reigns, I can see. Okay, if you said this is the guy that's gonna take down Roman, it's believable. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's somebody I want to see face Brock Lesnar. You know, he's made that Intercontinental Championship important. You know, so like, and then I mean, I've cared more about Sheamus than I have ever. In, you know, because of <laughs> this the bar. Feud. I ain't like the bar. And you like, like the, the bar? bar? Nah, it's just it was uh, just like him, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think That's a different problem. I need to have that conversation in person. It, it wasn't nothing personal. I just I didn't hate him. They was just, you know it wasn't like like I don't like Batista, right? I don't. Oh, I don't either. So you don't yeah. have to explain yourself on that one. Yeah, it wasn't like <laughs> I didn't like. That's okay. Right. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. like I no, didn't like. No, the only reason the why like I really felt like the bar really did its purpose because I felt like it got the eyes on both of them sure. at a time where if they weren't together. It wouldn't yeah. have happened that way. After they had Ooh. seven matches of killing each other. Right. right. Hey, hey, let's be a tag team now. Let's kill everybody else. <laughs> right. That, and didn't Foley Foley put them together? Definitely did best of five. He did not have any seven, but whatever. <laughs> and, and, and that's for them. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's for somebody. It just wasn't right. for me. No, but, like, fair. I look at Gunther, and, and I'm like, man, you got me, like, I, I, I kind of want Sheamus to beat him because I know, like, Sheamus wants that Intercontinental Championship to round out and had a Grand Slam. Grand I would slam. love to see that. You know, just because it, I mean it's history. Like Aaron Judge is hit number sixty-two. I'm an Orioles Woo! fan. Talk Aaron Judge is it. my favorite player, but regardless, it's history. I want to see history. So, you know, shout out to uh, Gunther though. Like he, he, you know, he's my breakout star. All right, Mister Black, breakout star. I have to say, um, Braun Breaker. Because oh. yeah, the uh, reason why is Braun Breaker because the fact that he's able to survive two different regimes. And still be the top guy, and show mm. that how it's like. It just shows that he is actually working. And even wait, when you compare Braun Breaker to from day one until now, two right. different people with, with, with you know, no previous a, wrestling experience too. Nothing. Yeah, he's a football to used to play right. for the Ravens. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, right. This so man cool. is intense. Like this man is intense. Like his promo skills, like yeah. his promo skills got better, his in ring got better, his awareness, 
how that he became more of a ring general. It's, it's mm-hmm. just brilliant. And all his opponents have been quality opponents, you know. Yeah. It would have been Big E, but Big E got injured. You yeah. understand? Yep. Because I feel like Big E was going on another level. Like, I, I always felt Big E was going to get another WWE championship. You mm-hmm. understand? But shit happens, you know. I'm glad so somebody else like, said that. Because everybody, when I said I thought so, everybody thought I was crazy. No, no, mm. no, 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 you're not crazy because you could tell that you know what you know what Vince does to you is he tests you out with your first title to see what you could gain, and he right. always comes back around and give you the title once again. You understand? And talk shit about Vince, but Vince do certain stuff because he looking like if you can't be here, then you're not marketable. Because sometimes I need to tell a story, and Braun yeah. Breaker he could play the bad guy and the good guy. He's lovable. He's him. Intense. He cuts promos like he's like his he's uncle. a really good mixture of both his uncle and his dad. Isn't that crazy? So, <laughs> he's like, like I always see going back to the peacock. If you, once again, table for three episodes. Yeah, of I just the watched that. So good. It was so good. And wow. you can see like he's taking you know advice and certain things for both both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's All a really right. good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. My man with the shades at the bottom. <laughs> Well, first, first, first of all, I want to say, ain't nobody touching um, Bianca Belair and uh, and and Biggie and Biggie. They're, they're pretty much the same person, same style of person, like crossover appeal, all that stuff that was okay. already yeah. said. So ain't nobody touching them. way up, mm-hmm. right? So it's nobody's touching those okay. two. But um, I would like to throw Xavier Woods in there, but okay, but King of the Ring, the King of the Ring is not really. Like that prestigious anymore, which I hate because that was one of my favorite pay per views growing up. Oh, oh yeah, mm. big time, especially if you're a '90s kid. Are you kidding me? That was the kick right. off the summer, yeah. right? Yeah, I would love to say Xavier was just for, for that fact, man. He like, he just finally got the spotlight, and he was always had the, the, the you know the charisma. He always was decent in the ring, athletic, mm-hmm. good on the mic. Like he had it all, but mm-hmm. it's just they couldn't put it together. You know, or, or he just never got that push. The, the machine pushed, you know, the, the machine behind him. But um, did he get did he get injured too? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah. all of them just kind of died yeah, out. Yeah. But, but honestly, right now, <laughs> it's a toss up between Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn. Okay. I had to say, hey, they they always find some way to stay relevant. Yes, that's I, the I truth. Mean, Especially hey, Sammy. <laughs> right. How many right. wins? How many wins do they have on a year? How many wins do exactly. they have on a year? Exactly. Exactly. Not a right? lot. Yeah. Right. When you can sit there and Not lose yeah, every right. week, week in, right. week out, and you still stay hot, you still stay yeah. relevant. Come That's on a superstar. Now. Using social media to to get up under people's skins, your opponent's skin, your uh, to reach out to the universe. It's right now they're at the, the top of their game. Sami Zayn, man. We I used to hate Sami Zayn because me. <laughs> I used to hate that the, the conspiracy yo, theory, Sammy Zane. I've always so loved Sammy. Purposely got me a Sammy Zane shirt wow. as a prank, like because I did not like Sammy Zane at all. Always loved Sammy. Not, that, that last gimmick, like, it was now? just it was just annoying. Like weekend, week out with the cameraman, whatever, whatever. I got it, but it was just like, all right, man, y'all dragging this on, like whatever. Come on, man, he needs something different. He need to be. I matched at WrestleMania. It was crazy. Yes. Yes, and then for him for him Johnny to pull Knoxville. off something like that with Johnny Knoxville, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Knoxville is an actor. He's a comedian. I agree. 
I agree. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? He, and he had a full fledged match with that man. And he full made that he made yeah, this man look like he had a five star match. You know what I'm saying? And everybody was invested, and that was right. the, that was the difference. Yeah. In such a goofy like, match at WrestleMania. Typical, it wasn't your typical celebrity match. It was yeah. like, no, you guys purposely started from Rumble. Right. Yep. And mm-hmm. build it all the way to Dallas. So, so I know. And I know, it was I in know the hallway I... acting a fool before the, like, the day before the match. Mm-hmm. It was in the hallway of Mania acting a fool. I know see, I named a lot of people. So, that I'm, who, I'm who got the inside? Soon as White Rabbit. <laughs> see, see, see. Right. What do you, what do you say? What do you say about Wyndham? Huh? Who's the right rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so wait, so Ryan, Allen. should I get ready for Saturday? <laughs> no, for Brooklyn. Oh, Which yeah. one should I be more excited about? Brooklyn. Mm, see, there it is. 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 He said it. DX Knight and the Tribal Chiefs going to be there. DX Knight, please. I say, look, I put on our Facebook group, I said, listen, if Billy Guy ain't out, thank you. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh, nobody yeah. care about no 25 year reunion when y'all just went to the Hall of Fame right, less than five years ago. Nobody care. If you ain't got my man Mr. ASS on there, it ain't DX. No, I'm good. I'm chilling. Yeah, come exactly. on, man. It's gotta, like, why um, would you do that? I'll Got go ahead, real baby. quick. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, breakout would be Carmelo Hayes. Um, okay. just on a personal okay. and a professional side of things, just to kind of like you know, we always we've always I been so you know heavy on the indies here in the Northeast, especially, and just to see like the big like the foundation like seeing him run up and down the indies before he got signed to nxt and now like just running through nxt owning it promo after promo you know and i I just think they definitely have molded him into being one of the future stars yeah you see Shawn michaels influence him a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot lot, which is excellent for someone his size or his build am i wrong for saying that i want to see more from carmelo hayes no. no, you're not. No, but no. I think I think no. I think sooner or later. So I think the issue, because I'm starting to feel that a little bit, is that I think he is the big fish in the small pond. Okay. So I think apart mm. for me, I think a little bit he's outgrown the NXT brand. He needs new dance partners. And I kind yeah, and I kind of hope. And you know, even with Trick annoying no shirt ass, I think <laughs> having them come up. <laughs> I think having them come up on a main roster, you know, whether sooner than later, I think will help get that like kind of stagnant feel that he has. But I'm really excited about the ladder match at Halloween Havoc. Um, That's gonna got, be good. You know, yeah. Three out yeah. of the five, you know, are light bright. So you know, somebody, you know, our, our probability is high. Um, but I, I'm really excited about the things they've positioned him in for. Um, and always tease like he's gonna be champion, like he's the champion, even with a mid card title. You mm-hmm. know, like to flip it that way. I I just think he's he's bound for greatness, but he's always kind of been that way, even from the beginnings. Yeah, we we saw that with Jay Lethal in the Ring of Honor as TV champion. You know, but yet mm. they were they were booking him as like the main guy. But I'll, I'll say this about Carmelo Hayes: I knew he him and him and Trick was were as good as they were when they did that Halloween skit with um Johnny Gargano. <laughs> And and they were like performing and that you know the kind of the movie scene vignette thing they did in NXT. Yeah, I, I saw their range as characters and I said, oh, these guys are really really good. So I I, I don't I can't even go into the what I actually it's funny. Mm-hmm. Another segment I really I really enjoyed that they did was um the barbershop one. Yes, yeah. because yeah. it was, that was something that once again culturally we understand and sure. we know. But for it to be on a national TV the way that it was, now USA people kind of get an idea of what our culture, how we keep, how well, how guys keep. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
So that like those things, like they are very strategic with certain players on NXT, like Braun Breaker, like Carmelo, even going Tony D'Angelo, even going Legato. Like they were really strategic. Um, and it was just a really good land. And I think this is gonna be the time where everything kind of shifts, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with Triple H in charge. Sure. But um, but okay, let's um you guys thank you to the brothers of the wrestling realm for joining us on this Tuesday evening. Um, Guys, let everyone know that's watching and listening where to find you guys and also plug any upcoming, you know, projects, Brian Waters, that you may have. (laughs) All right, so uh, follow us us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. For those listening, Realm is spelled with a W. For the alliteration purposes, make sure you um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Wrestling Realm. Also, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the podcast platforms. We're on Patreon, and we got merch. You can get the shirt I got on. You can get the shirt Brother Hugh has on. Uh, the Realness shirt, that's exclusive. Uh, he might drop it. He might not. We'll have, you have to wait and see. But show, www. Show, show, that, show that coffee mug real quick, bro. Oh, yeah. The coffee mug, too. You want to sip some hot tea or something? You know, it's getting a little cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> that's our marketing manager, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love um, it. And then we, uh, we, uh, the Realness said we got uh, some a fall lineup coming up, so stay tuned for that. Ooh, w- you guys w- are going to like this one. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all, all I'm going to say is, if you guys like old school Monday Night Raw, you're going to enjoy our new retrospect. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. Wrestlingrealm.com. Uh, make sure you check us out every Wednesday night at 1030. Wednesday. Um, we, we can catch the Wrestling Round Now podcast on YouTube, Twitch, and on Twitter. And... Um, we still investigate this Dexter Loomis situation. Trying to figure it out. Trying to Wait, figure what out. What are you trying to figure out? What, what does is he want problem? with the Miz? <laughs> Yo, so I think his target actually isn't Miz. Oh, I'll see. Listen, there we go with the conspiracies. <laughs> we gotta get on tomorrow. It always feels out. like some. It always feels like someone that's always around Miz mm-hmm. is when he does. Like when he does, what he does. So like even when you think about on Monday, and it was so cute. When first of all, I don't even know why Miz acted like he was knocked out and then woke up. It was that was weird. <laughs> but when Johnny Gargano walked past him and saw uh-huh. Dexter and him, and then when he walked back and then Dexter and he was just like, Oh, Dex, like he knew, like, like he know how he moved. But yeah. I low key think that I don't I don't think it's for Miz. This dude was at his house. He was in his house and he had a exactly. t-shirt. He had a, he had a drawer that said Miz and Mrs. He held it up in the window. So, but it's so great. I, so I think I, he was at the TV deal or movie deal. I never cared about Dexter Lewis. I, I didn't either. Really? Guess what? No. Yo, I've, I've always, always liked him. All the yeah. drawings that he does, like he does them. Like he, like, yeah. that's his real art. Talented he's, as hell. Yeah. Talented. Yeah. Oh, come on, Brian. Get on the Dexter Loomis ride. Come on. No, I, I'm there now, but I'm saying, like, this is Before, run. Oh, before? Yeah. Oh, I feel... Well, they didn't really... I feel like they showcased him more than they did in NXT, and it's weird, but... Yeah, isn't it awkward? Well, it ended with... It ended with him getting married and, and disappearing and then writing a love letter and then, less than two months later, reappearing on a whole different show. You see why we got an investigation going on? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you figure out your final findings, just let me know. Oh yeah, we're, we're, I think we're gonna be going for a while trying to figure this out. But but, but, <laughs> but I, I will... thank you to our good brothers. Of the thank you. Realm. Once again, you can catch them Wednesday nights at ten thirty on all social media platforms. 
you guys, thank you so much for always supporting us. For Absolutely. Always thank you for having being, us. You know, yeah, part no of our family, our wrestling family. We thank you guys so much. We wish you guys nothing but always but the best. I, I want to um, say this real quick before you keep going. I want to say, I, I just want to like make it very clear. We thank you so much for embracing us and bringing us on. Like, oh, yeah, you, no problem. Jabba Tears is like top tier. When it comes to this, to this <laughs> professional wrestling media, you know what I'm saying? Not only professional media and then in, in subdivision of the black media representation. This is the show we were like, we have to make time for this to get on it, to get on with you guys. Absolutely. Like this, that's that's how we kind of see you, you guys and all that you've done, uh, including with Battle Club Pro and then Jabba Tia South. Everything you guys are doing is excellent. We just wanted to give you your flowers while you can still smell them and just recognize you all for all the work that you've done, not only for us, but for our community. And it's just been nothing but a pleasure. And we just we can't thank you enough for having us on today. Oh no, thank, thank you. you. Listen, the oh. honor is all ours. Listen, we all are of in this course. together. And I always tell everybody that like it, it is a team effort. Like as as much as people love to come and talk to us, we love to talk to other people as well. So you guys always have a place to, you know, chit chat about some wrestling stuff with us anytime. And then you know, Brian, I I, I see you Monday. All right, so I won't see you Saturday. Oh no, you see me sad. Oh, you here for the weekend? Oh, no, wow. no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm running to Philly, then coming back. Gotta go to church and produce, and then I'm heading straight. Oh, you doing to... the most? I will see you on Monday. Running the midnight oil. Well, set up that way. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but if you decide to, I got well, kids, man. You gotta take care of the babies. Gotta make it work. Listen, they're mm-hmm. priority. Um, exactly. But last but not least, once again, we'll be at Legends this Saturday for Extreme Rules. If you're not in Philly, like somebody else I know. Uh, make sure to come out and uh, support, have a drink or two, um, hang out with us right. at Legend. So thank once again, thank you guys for joining us this evening. Um, once again, we'll be we will be live on Thursday giving our extreme rules predictions and yes. talking about other, you know, the I guess the AEW anniversary show tomorrow. So tune in on <laughs> Thursday for that. <laughs> Are you guys going? To to the anniversary it's show, I think it's in DC. You know, it's, 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 it's the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega going to be there. Okay, now <laughs> no. they are not the end all of you all thing, so I'm gonna. <laughs> all right, well, it slipped well, my mind, and then well, I was like, no, we got a show to do. It ain't worth, uh, you know. Yeah, okay, so where did that go? But um, as always, hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We, hashtag are, we out. are Out.